From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, August 9th. The Canyonlands Research Center is in its second year offering a paid summer internship to Native American students interested in conservation. Justin Higginbottom visited the students as they toured Dugout Ranch and learned about watershed health. I'm walking through tall grass with six students of the Nature Program. That stands for Native American Tribes Upholding Restoration and Education. We're heading to the shady shores of Indian Creek to see how this bend has changed. Cool. So yeah, here we are on uh, Indian Creek. It's kind of hard to imagine what this looked like just even back in in November, December, but it was a... Jeff uh, Adams is the founder of Terra Sophia. He works on things like erosion control and permaculture. Right now, he's showing the group a beaver dam analog, or BDA, that he installed last year. It's basically what it sounds like. Wooden poles and weaves of juniper meant to catch sediment. And what that's done is it held all that sediment here, and then that helps hold more moisture, but it's also allowing the creek to have better connectivity to the floodplain. And so the BDAs here prevented floodwaters from cutting the creek too deep. And the new sediment will allow riparian vegetation to grow like willows and cottonwoods. It's just the type of project students from the nature program are learning about this summer. A lot of what we've been doing is actually interacting with some of the leading scientists and conservationists and Uh, ranchers, land managers from this region. That's Alex Fenigworth. She's the lead instructor for the nature program. This summer they have six students from various tribes in the Four Corners region. During the seven-week internship, those students go out in the field with experts to hear about practical conservation solutions, like Adams and his BDAs. So our goal is basically just to support the next generation of indigenous leaders in the Four Corners, in the fields of natural resource management, science, the environment, conservation, restoration. Kirsten Begay is one of those students. She's from Arizona and a member of the Navajo Nation. It's just been a lot of fun, I guess. (laughs) A lot of learning. So just like being able to learn different things about the earth that we come from. Begay is studying agricultural sciences. Her highlight of the summer so definitely learning about biocrust, just being able to see what kind of living things are underneath and how they survive in their own way. And definitely um, don't bust the crust. <laughs> That's something that we learned. And I feel like now that I know more about it, I definitely won't bust it. <laughs> the Dugout Ranch is on the border of Canyonlands National Park. The land has a long history. So originally, this place was the homelands for the ancient Puebloans. That's Kristen Redd, who works at the ranch with her husband. Just down the road is Newspaper Rock, one of the largest known collections of petroglyphs. More recently, the land was used by the Ute and Navajo tribes, and then as homesteads for white ranchers. Now it's owned by the Nature Conservancy and the location of their Canyonlands Research Center. It's become a sort of open-air laboratory on the cutting edge of research on desert ecosystems. It's also used to educate and train the next generation of conservationists. And Red wants that to include more Native Americans. The Nature Conservancy as a global organization has a huge initiative to reach out to indigenous peoples because we believe that they are the original stewards of the land. And for us to work well in conservation, we need 
their knowledge base. Red says that today is not only about teaching. How much we learn from these students is incredible, as well as, you know, hooking them up to go out into the world and do restoration on their homelands or, you know, whatever projects they're interested in. Amber Renee Archie studies anthropology. She's Navajo. I think one thing that stood out was meeting a lot of, like, indigenous scientists and researchers. For example, Archie met a Cherokee scientist from California. And just knowing she exists was powerful. Just seeing how much opportunities that they got was, like, really inspiring. You know, it's something that I would want to do and something I hope to do. Hopefully, I think one thing that I'm going to get out of this internship is to making new connections or getting ideas or helpful tips from them. It's a really big opportunity for me. Archie hopes to study more about traditional ecological practices and apply what she learns on and off the reservation. And hopefully later, she can be the one inspiring future scientists. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. A county in southwest Colorado is working with an unusual partner to tackle the area's noxious weeds, goats. With our partners at KSUT Tribal Radio, Sarah Flower reports. Durang Goats is a small, newly established goat farm located in Brain. Jonathan Bartley is co-owner of the farm, and they've been regular vendors at the Durango Farmer's Market this year. They're talking to locals about the importance of an eco-friendly approach to managing lands and mitigating wildfires, all by using goats. One of Bartley's visitors at the booth was building maintenance team leader for La Plata County, Frank Van Scherpenseel. Van Scherpenseel has several buildings that could use the goats' hunger for noxious weeds. The county is starting small and has contracted with Durang Goats for weed mitigation and fertilization of the grounds at the La Plata County Detention Center. Nearly a dozen goats arrived at the grounds last week, and Van Chirpenseel is hopeful that there could be a greater opportunity to use the goats in the future. What the goats are doing, obviously they are taking care of, they're eating the weeds. Uh, while they're eating the weeds, with their little hoof prints, they are aerating the, the land. They are fertilizing it. It's an option that we could reseed it if we wanted to. And ultimately, if, if this is being done, say in a forested area or public lands, it could actually be in, in fire mitigation. We are going to see some Canada thistle here, which is much... Uh, Bartley much is explaining thistle. all of the weeds in the detention center field that the goats will be feeding on in the coming days. The county says the benefits of having the goats include increased water retention, increased competition against the weeds, better soil health, and a more pleasant, healthy-looking area. For Bartley, having the goats around brings a more traditional approach back to farming. It's basically a uh, an approach to holistic farming. And, you know, if you have any excess, any resource that's not being used, you have to find a way to utilize that. That's the beauty of this is that we're just trying to create circles, keep the ecology of the Durango area, the La Plata County in check. Since starting Durangoats just a few months ago, Bartley has seen an increase in demand for using goats as mitigation and is working on growing his company to fit those needs. I'm Sarah Flower.
a group of tribes in the Colorado River Basin is asking for more of a voice in negotiations about conserving the river's water amid historic drought. Alex Hager with our partners at KUNC has more. Fourteen tribes say they're being kept largely in the dark about plans to save an unprecedented amount of water. That's according to a letter they sent to the Department of the Interior. Back in June, that agency told states that use water from the Colorado River they had to save two to four million acre feet, enough water to supply millions of homes, and they only had two months to figure out how. Now, that deadline is fast approaching, and tribes say they want a voice in closed-door discussions that will have an impact on them. Tribes hold the rights to about a quarter of the river's flow, but have largely been excluded from decision-making for decades. I'm Alex Hager. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, August 9th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.